Hi, everybody. You're listening to Profoundish. Today, my co-host Weston and I are talking all about the video games we played in 2022. And then after that, we're playing yet another round of Never Have I Ever, but this time it's themed around video games. All right, let's get going. This is Profoundish. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Profoundish. Was my energy too much for you? No, I just had to. I had to do the opposite. You were excited and saying hello, so I had to very casually just goodbye. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't hear that. I just heard. Oh God. Or so maybe, that's why maybe, I was like, Sorry. yeah, maybe the Discord didn't pick it up. I just very casually, while you were yelling hello, 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 I was like goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Well, the funniest part about that to me actually is, I'll tell you now. I don't know if you heard it, but as soon as you said goodbye. I forgot to mute the music um, that plays usually, like in my headphones. It was like goodbye, and then the da, 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 da. it's like, oh, that's really it. That I like. I like you know, how we be both our, have. Um, what could oh, sorry, be our, our, our? I was gonna say I like how we're both like casually listening to music while we're supposed to be doing this podcast. Yours is because it's just overlaid, and you're gonna use it later. <laughs> and mine is because I I just literally listen to lo-fi beats while I do anything. I was going to ask what you were doing, because I know sometimes you change the, the style. You're doing lo-fi today? We're actually doing chill hop. It's uh, chill hop, jazz beats, and lo-fi hip-hop. It's a now, playlist. These playlists, are, do, you, are, do you do them on YouTube or Spotify, or where do you, where do, you do them? YouTube, I have, I have YouTube Premium, because I'm, I'm loaded like that, so I use YouTube Music. Heck yeah. <laughs> so not like the YouTube, YouTube site, but YouTube Music's site. You know, it's funny. Two things. One, I've never touched YouTube music, so I have no idea how to use it. Um, That's how I feel when but, I'm on Spotify. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I love Spotify. And two, YouTube Premium is incredible and to me worth every penny. Honestly, I, just I to remove that... the ads alone. I pay to remove ads. Literally, I was about to say it. I don't know if it's a hot take to only like it because it gets rid of ads, but that's the only reason why I have it. Literally. And that, I'll I'll use like um like I have like a personal account and then I have like my public account and my like my my public account actually is the one that doesn't have premium right because that's I don't watch stuff on that account so every right. time if I forget to change accounts and I just go to any video just even just the five second skip ads I'm like are you kidding me this this is the pits <laughs> this can't get any worse. <laughs> I've had a couple times where like Google like glitched out or something and YouTube didn't think I had a premium account. So I'd click on a video and it'd start playing an ad and I would get like personally offended. <laughs> like, 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 I'm paying me? you for this. I pay money specifically to not see this. Right. It's, oh, it's terrible. And because then I go through this whole thing in my head, like, how did I used to do this? Like, and I I know people at home are probably like whispering like ad block, but sh- shut up. <laughs> I knew that's what it always is when I see somebody like in the comments anywhere talking about it, it's like just get ad block or whatever. Um, it's for me it I love it so much because YouTube is like my literally it's ninety five percent of what I consume. Um, oh, same, video wise actually. at least. Yeah. Um, and so it's well worth it. I think for someone who maybe is more of a casual viewer, it probably isn't. Like if you're just going on there to watch like a how to video, I mean, just watch the ad. Who cares? Because you're only going to be on there for like a little bit, you know. Right. And I, I I could totally see that. Like if it's if it's you or me, 
Yeah, and you're going to be on there all the time. And you get access to YouTube Music ad-free, and you get, you know, the premium shows or whatever if you're into all that. If you watch it a ton, and you've got a little bit of disposable income, so you don't have to, like, futz with uh, with ad block or whatever. Or, you know, yeah. you just want to support the people that you watch, you know, with the premium money or whatever. I think, you know, I pay it. It's worth it to me. I don't actually it's, know what right. the heck I'm paying for it right now. I was still because I think they raised the price forever and ever ago, but I was like grandfathered in because I was I was in way back in YouTube Red, so <laughs> I got grandfathered in for a while. I don't even know what I pay right now. I just pay it every month. <laughs> I don't know if I'm grandfathered in because I know you got it first, but um, I'm still paying ten. I believe I think it's still that's what it was. Right? Yeah, that's what it was. That's what I was paying. Now I'm like hmm, I don't even know if that's what I'm paying now still or not. I'm so bad about monitoring my money unless there's like a big jump in money missing. Then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I to my knowledge, I'm still paying ten because um, I do kind of keep an eye on that a little bit. And so yeah, I think we're still paying ten. Another great, it's all about value, right? And um, for me, Game Pass because I think you got Game Pass for PC now, right? I do. I, like, barely touch it. I need to use it. I forget that I have it. Dude, talk <laughs> about value. That is incredible value. It like, really it is, It really actually. is. Yeah. Um, I play so many games that I never would have otherwise played, and I'm just taking advantage of the $10 a month until they inevitably up the price, because that's how the subscription model works. And right. Sooner or later. But... Sooner or later, I think you know that's that's Xbox's whole game now is just hey, let us be your platform for games, and I love it too because I have an old Xbox One. I mean, I say old because that's literally a ten-year-old system now, and which is nuts to think about. But it's great because I can do it on the computer, and then I can switch on over and do it on my TV if I want, and all of those like, like it all the save data converts, so like it, it's oh. the same game. It's not it's not like a PC game and then like a console game. It's saved at least for cloud. most games. Okay. So that is so that is really nice. And now I don't know if you saw this. This isn't a big ad for Game Pass, but I do love it. <laughs> uh, but TVs now are starting to come out with the app built in it, so you can just do it on your television, like new Samsung TVs. Oh, it's crazy. They must uh, be like streaming the game because if you don't have a console or anything hooked up to it, yeah, you got to have probably pretty solid, um, pretty good internet internet for that. But like I said, definitely worth the price. So if anyone's on the fence about it, you have my recommendation. Um, you should definitely try it more. But, you know, we are on the topic of games. And Ooh. I've been having a hankering. Look at that segue. Oh. Um, I've been having a hankering to actually talk about games with you some more because it's been a little while. And okay. I thought, you know, we're, we're closing out the month, right? And I think it's, and we've kind of had a, theme a little bit about looking back almost on every episode this month in some way, right? Yeah. And I thought it might be fun to talk to you a little bit about our favorite games that we played in 2022. Oh, Lord, I don't and, even know what I've played. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? for you, it's probably a blur because you, you stream some and then you play some personally. It probably all crossfades. Yeah, um... Yeah, definitely, because there's some stuff I play, like, a little bit of. I don't know if I've played... I'm, I'm trying to think, did I play any, like, new games that came out in 2022 that I've also played in... 20? I, well, I'm actually playing one right now, to be fair. I am playing um, for stream, and I'm actually playing it from, from Game Pass, because the standard edition came out on Game Pass, is the new Hello Neighbor game. Mm-hmm. Hello Neighbor 2. 
came out in uh, 2022, and it came the standard one came straight to Game Pass. I already had it. I didn't really want to pay the money for the deluxe because I wasn't sure if I was going to like the game because I actually hated the first game. But, uh, you know, that, right. stre- that stream life, when people want to see you suffer, they want to see you suffer. And I'm like, well, I can get the standard for free because I'm already paying for Game Pass, so I might as well give it a shot. And I actually like it a lot better than the first game. It's definitely got it. It's definitely got its flaws, but I like it a lot better than the first game. I think it's a more like fundamentally sound game. Yeah, we we kind of talked about this. I remember I, I hopped in on one of your streams of it um, fairly recently, and I remember thinking because I played the first one um, at it was already out for a while when I played it. It actually is when the first one first came to Game Pass, I think, which was still a few years ago now, but. I just remember feeling like this seemed like just a very typical, just kind of, you know, the physics weren't really figured out. Like, it wasn't very tight controls. It just seemed, and the graphics weren't too great. It seemed very just kind of loose, if that makes sense. That's not really tight. And I remember thinking, okay, it's another one of those games. I played it for like three hours, and it was okay. And then watching your, some of your playthrough of it, it looked, like, obviously I didn't know how it felt, but it looked, like, way nicer. It looked like they had a bigger budget to play with. You know, it it just looked much more like a bigger game in general. Probably because it's more popular and people are anticipating it, I guess. Yeah. I'm assuming they, budget increased too, if I were to guess. I have to imagine it did. I don't know what the budget was, but considering that the first game was, I think, a Kickstarter project, I think, or some kind, some kind of project like that. Uh, and it was, despite it having a lot of issues, uh, was massively supported and popular enough that they actually did make like even a multiplayer game later. I don't remember the heck it's called secret neighbor or something that I, I don't like that game either. Cause it's like based off the first, but, um, th- it was popular anyway. So you had these popular games. So I think it did all right, especially in the indie space to the point where now they had a bigger budget to work on the sequel and a lot to prove. I feel like they still made too oh, many yeah. promises that they couldn't keep, but, uh, whatever. <laughs> That will happen. We've that, seen yep. video game companies do that. That's not new, <laughs> sadly. Um, but I will say this, just so you know, too. These don't have to be games that came out in 2022. In fact, I think a lot of the ones that I'm bringing up, at least some, will not be even remotely released in 2022. So just okay. games that we like that really kind of stuck out to you. You didn't have to beat them. Just games that kind of struck a chord with you and you played enough of to kind of get a feel for it and it really... You know, it's st- stuck with you. I'll, I I can kind of go back. I actually kind of remember sort of in order um, a little bit some of the games. Not all, because with Game Pass, you can sample a trillion games, you know, so. But right. <clears throat> um, I'd say the first game that I played, this was back in January. This was in January 2022. I was in my later stages from my injury recovery. So I had a lot of time just to sit and really sink my teeth into a game. And I remember, so a couple years before that, or maybe just a year ago before that, there was a game that came out. It was a remake of one of my favorite, like, action-adventure RPGs. And I think you know about it, because I think we've talked about it, but I don't know if you've played it. It was called, this came out during, like, 360 PS3 era. It was called Kingdoms of um, Amalar. Oh, Kingdoms uh, of Amalar, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever played that. Did I you have. play that? I didn't. Okay, be, so I didn't have. beat it. I put a few hours into it though. Okay, so you kind of have a general idea. So that came out around the same time originally as like Skyrim. Like it was around that time frame because I remember playing that game and not playing Skyrim. So like everybody was talking about yeah. Skyrim, and <laughs> I was like the guy playing that. 
And at the time, I didn't really care. I didn't touch Skyrim, you know this, until quite a few years later. Um, but that was the game, for whatever reason, that I had and just played. And I'm so glad I did, because it was a really fun game. And they just did, I think it was, once again, I think it actually was in 2021, but they, they made the remake, the, the Re-Reckoning. And I thought, I would love to play through this again. And because when I played it before, I almost beat it, but then like not quite did. So I thought, I'm just going to, I have the time, let me just beat it. So I played through it and it was a fun, um, it's a fun game. I mean, it's a lot like a game sort of like Skyrim would be. It does all the things that you'd expect it to do. The thing that I didn't like though, I still love it because I'm kind of nostalgic for it now, but it was kind of like clunky um, menu stuff. Like it, like yeah. the immersion breaks. Like when you play a game like Skyrim, even like the original, like the original release, when like music's playing in the background, if you pause the game or like if you're going through like your your spell menu or whatever whatever menu you're going to, the music still plays. But for some reason, with Re Reckoning, and I'm assuming the original as well, the music just stops. It just cuts. Like you could be like in this intense scene. Like I gotta <laughs> I gotta get some potion and heal up or something, and I have to go through menus to do it for whatever reason. Like, it just completely breaks the, like, <laughs> I the immersion. I don't remember that. Okay. Um, and, like, stuff like that felt a little archaic, and it w- that was kind of hard to get used to. And then it did start to feel a little grindy at the end. I know I have, like, <laughs> um, not great things to say about it. I still love it. It's still a great experience. I do recommend it. But it, it just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I these days I'd prefer to just do an Elder Scrolls, like, it's like Skyrim instead of Kingdoms of Am- Amalur. But... Still a great game, and that was a that's how I started the started the year. I think uh, I got uh, Kings of Amalur, the Re Reckoning. I haven't installed it. I thought about it, but I didn't. I got it in a humble bundle, actually. Uh, I think a, hmm. I don't know what month it was. In one of my months for a humble bundle, I got it, and I was going to download and install it because I hadn't played it in forever. Because I think it was on the PS3 and mm-hmm. yeah and so i i'm like okay i should i should do that i didn't get very far in it i never got around to it though i still have it i could download it. i could play it on my well, pc i could do it <laughs> well if you want like a fun like story and like just kind of your typical like action adventure rpg style game then i do recommend it still it is still really fun but you got to be in that mood to play a game like that because yeah it does get kind of Grindy was the wrong word. It gets more repetitive, especially closer to the end. Like you, you're leveled up enough, and you just want to go beat the game, but then you keep coming across these hordes of enemies that you got to fight, and it gets kind of that gets kind of old closer to the end. And you're like, like man, I, it, I know how this is gonna go. You could all just give up now. Exactly. Like it, it kind of overstays its welcome a little too long with the duration of it. Because I this was during a time I feel like not to go on a tangent, but that was right around a time where games were getting like bigger like like in terms of in game they were just getting bigger but they didn't have quite enough to put everywhere yet so they were just giant games with not as much as you'd think to do at least in a game like that right and so like there'd be these big expansive um the like 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 you know this lands you could run through and then there's just enemies everywhere it was just it kind of got and then the occasional village so it just got kind of boring but that's kind of my take on that. What about you? Do you remember anything near the beginning of 2022? Like any uh, closer uh, to that time? Near the beginning of 2022, I was... Mm, I I almost need to... Uh, actually, maybe I should try to look on my... I'm going to scroll through my YouTube. I was going to bring up I Am Fish. That was more in the middle of it. I started that over the summer. That's okay. 
I played uh, I Am Fish. It's a spinoff from the I Am Bread game that came out forever ago, but I never played I Am Bread. I played I Am Fish. Uh, and you play as one of four different fish, except for at the end, once you get them all together again, you play as all the fish together. And all the different fish have different like abilities, basically. But they're all trying to get to the sea. They're all trying to get to the ocean. And they originally were all in the same like aquarium, but they were in like a fish store. And they eat some like special like magical bread or something. And they all kind of get this like semi-sentience where they're like kind of aware of their surroundings. And they're like, we want to go to the sea. <laughs> but they all get sold off or whatever. And they all get split up. And now they're all trying to get to the ocean separately. And once you all get there, you have got you've got like one final mission altogether or something like that. Uh, really fun game. I enjoyed it for most of the game until like the flying fish and then the actual combined fish missions. I got lost so many times, didn't know what to do, struggled so hard with the controls that I was having almost a miserable experience by the end. I was so frustrated because it's kind of a hard game. Oh, goodness. Um, with the uh, controls. If you've ever seen I Am Bread, the whole like premise behind that game is that like you're a slice of bread. So it's very difficult okay, to get that around. Is that game. Yeah, it's that game. Okay. You are a slice okay. of bread. So just getting around the map is very difficult. I Am Fish, you know, so, made by the same people. Some of the puzzles kind of hard to get around. Okay, so because I was going to say, I'm not really familiar with um, that particular game that you did or anything like that. So it is very physics heavy. Yeah, like I would say those things. I would say less so than the I Am Bread, but it's in that sort of vein where physics is definitely a thing. There's physics puzzles. There's like balancing, falling off ledges, but trying not to. It's kind of in that area. It's in that area, but it's not like your human fall flat. It's not that far. It's not quite that bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, either way, I can imagine, especially as it progresses, <laughs> just getting more and more difficult just to control. That would frustrate me so bad. Oh, my gosh. You know what we both played at the beginning of this year and we haven't finished? Was that It Takes Two? Does, yeah, It Takes Two. Yeah, It Takes Two. That I still would like to finish that even if we don't stream it. Or, of course, you know what? If we're going to play it, we might as well stream it. Um, that that game was fun. Um Quite a bit, actually. There was that one boss fight I really enjoyed. I remember you liked it, too. We both kind of said it was really good. It was very creative, like, the way we would play together. That was one of those, like, how would you describe it? It's like an adventure game, but it's like a co-op adventure. Yeah, it's a co-op um, action adventure game with puzzle elements where yeah. both players have to work together to progress and at all times, it's like a split screen where we both see on our separate screens a split screen so that we can always see what the other is doing. Right. And each character has kind of like their their own special abilities. That oh, kind yeah. Of, they're, they're kind of dynamic. They come and go. Like, they change in each level. Um, but each person, it's pretty much, you, you can't beat this by yourself. You're like, you have to play it together. That's the whole point. So it's it's really fun. The story was kind of sad and then also I, I remember the book guy being really weird the book guy was very strange and i like how like the main couple that you're playing as are also kind of uncomfortable with him like like come on guy just shut up we're trying to go home and he's just like no i got to teach you how to love again <laughs> yeah so weird and i'm assuming they they do love again we should go back to that because i think we're about we're over halfway done i'm pretty sure I think we only played, I think we played for two sessions, and we've put six hours into the game. 
I don't know. I don't remember not, where that left us off at, but that's like where we're at. I don't think that game's very long. Like I don't in think so like either. compared to like your typical adventure game. Right. Um so we should go back to that cuz that is fun. I like games like that. Um it's I don't get to play those very often anymore. I know growing up they we had a lot of like, you know, you and I played Goemon too, Goemon's Adventure and those are usually couch games. So the fact that they have some co-op games that are like online is really cool. I know they did that one before that that was like more like of an action game, I guess. I, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I think the, it was action. It was the, more like serious. Yeah, the prison break one where uh, yeah. you start off in a prison. I don't remember what that was called. Um, uh, it was, Me neither. Uh, what the heck was that? It was something similar in the same... It takes two but prison game there i'm but googling prison. it a <laughs> way like it. out it's called but a way prison. out a way out yeah yeah i, I see what that's like too i wanted to play that when it was like newer i was like i want to play that with my uh with my brother because he and i both played a different game many years ago i put it on my channel called um uh, what was it called brothers a tale of two sons and it's a story yes, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, if you're familiar, it's a story about I am. these two sons. Their dad, like, dies or is dying. I forget which. Mm-hmm. And the two sons go out on an adventure. I think he's dying because I think they go out on an adventure to maybe find a cure or something like that. And um, uh-huh. it's, a very, so. it's a very emotional journey, actually, especially by the time you get to the end and have to actually return home. And I don't want to spoil that game for anybody, but it's, it's actually really good, and it hits really hard. So, especially if you're playing it with your brother, literally. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I I remember that game. Yeah, um, never played it. I don't know if I watched you guys play it, but I I know I've seen a lot of gameplay and kind of went through that story. It is it's <laughs> it's rough, but it's really good, at least yeah. from what I remember. Um, and now they have other ones too. I don't want to go on that tangent, but you know they got like Unraveled and all that stuff that I'd like to try. Um, there's a lot of options now for co-op games. I was just thinking about another game, though, around that time when we were playing that, around that time, there was an indie game um, that that rumbled around a little bit, because I think it's this this developer's first game. I, I can't remember their name now, but Tunic. You familiar with that? Tunic's not ringing any bells. Okay, so at first, if you look at a game like Tunic, you would think it's just like a 3D isometric um, Zelda clone. But it's really not actually like it, it, like it plays like it does puzzles like an old Zelda game, but it actually does combat a little bit more like Soulsy. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of dodging and strategy with your fighting, and then it's it's basically like an exploration game with no words like everything like you kind of piece together the story by yourself. And what I think is so cool, it's very charming. It's a very charming game. You play like this little it's like a little fox. I think, and, and he's wearing a green tunic, so there's the Zelda influence. <laughs> but, um, and, and you get different weapons, and you progress through, through these stories and these enemies and, and everything, and it gets pretty tough. But as you learn what happens in the game, it, the game reveals itself to you and teaches you new moves through uncovering the game's manual in the game. It's actually really interesting. Like, it's kind of hard to explain, but like, you'll, you know, you'll unravel the next piece of, of like, the video game manual. And then you look at the manual and you can learn, oh, I can do this or I can go there. And you keep opening up the game manual within the game. Okay. And like it's, it's none of it's in English. Um, it's all this made up 
you know, like wingding kind of language <laughs> and stuff, but you can learn, oh, I can roll, you know, and it's just, it's a really fun, like, kind of homage to, like, older games, but still keeping fresh um, with the combat in it and everything like that. It's just a really fun indie, isometric kind of adventure game. Um, I do recommend that. I believe it's on Game Pass. That's how I played it. But that was a ton of fun. That was probably my favorite indie game that I played this year. Like, super indie. Like, I know they were a very small team. I think I actually so, did tunic. see some YouTuber. I don't remember who I was watching, but I think I did see some YouTuber playing a little bit of that, like, as a spotlight. Like, just as a spotlight, they just did one, like, a one-off video. Like, oh, new indie game or whatever. I Because I, I looked it up just now, and I'm like, this does look familiar. I think I... And then you started describing the um, opening up the game manual thing. And I'm like, yeah, no, that does sound familiar. I think it did look really good. That's actually worth probably checking out, especially if you have Game Pass or something. Yes, I would I would recommend it if you want to do a one-off or just kind of just explore. I never beat the game. I want to go back and do that. Um, it actually gets more challenging than it looks like it would as you go on. So I do I do recommend. I do recommend that. I was thinking too when we planning this episode out, I thought maybe I should look at like my because maybe that's what you're doing now, but I could like look at like my Steam games and stuff where I could. I was trying to find like what's the easiest way for me to look and see what I played this year. Right, I've got my I've you got my I mean? Steam open and I've got my YouTube uh, like list of live streams open because that's where most of the games I played are is either between Steam or here. Because so. that's what I was hoping to ask you was like if there was any like that you played off stream that really kind of struck a chord with you, old or new, um, in 2022. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything that really struck a chord with me that I like stuck with off camera other than which I didn't start playing this in 2022. I've had it for a while. I play on and off again a lot of Stellaris, which is this uh, big, like kind of like a 4X, but really not. But big open uh, sandbox, open galaxy. Um, You know, you start with one planet and try to conquer other planets or diplomacy or it's a giant sandbox. It's made by Paradox. If people know Paradox, it's the same people that do like Europa mm. Universalis or um, uh, the other one that I can't think of. They do a bunch of games. So it's a good game. I like Stellaris quite a bit, but I've been playing it for like years now. So <laughs> I don't know if it counts. Well, really? Could you be a little more specific? I only say this because I was looking at games to kind of sink my teeth into a little bit just um, as we as we're in the new year now, just to you know, before new ones come out. And that popped up. That's also on Game Pass. Um, and I was I was looking at it. I wasn't quite sure exactly what kind of game it was. So, like, is you're mentioning Conquering Planets or something. Is it like a strategy game? Or, like, what kind of yes. game is it? It's a, yeah, you could even call it a grand strategy game um, okay. set in space. And I don't know if it's really up your alley or not, because it's definitely nothing like, like Tunic would be. But it's strategy. So if you want to, especially if it's on Game Pass, you can give it a try and, you know, see what you think. But... It's kind of because um, it's a paradox game and they're very complicated. It's a lot to take in all at once. It's one of those games. There's a lot of looking at figures and sheets and like um, just information, just taking in information and learning how all the different systems work, going through like how do populations grow on my different planets and how do I put them to work? And then as you begin to expand out, how do I do diplomacy with other uh, alien races that like either like me, hate me, or are weaker than me, more powerful than me. And at, at its core, it's ultimately kind of a, a war sim. Um, you can play it peacefully, okay. but like at its core, it's a war sim. So 
you're building fleets okay. and you're trying to like unlock technology to uh, be better than everybody else. And some of those technologies are based on war. Some of them just make you produce more like food or, um, uh, you know, basic uh, raw resources or some of them are, are like uh, alloys and, you know, worked resources and yeah and there's a bunch of other like fun stuff in there if you really want to go down that route you can go mechanical and like completely turn your entire civilization into robots or you can unlock psionic powers or you know there's some crazy sci-fi stuff in there as well to really keep you enticed um you can play as a hive mind that was the first way i played stellaris uh uh was as a like a machine hive mind that way a lot of the um internal strife where like people are trying to form up new like parties and they all like we want to be more materialist we want to be more spiritual there's a bunch of like internal diplomacy too if you play as a hive mind you can kind of ignore hmm. all that because they just all do what you say <laughs> right but <laughs> um that actually does sound interesting to me i'd like to give it a shot especially i mean it won't cost me a dime so. yeah if it's on game pass uh, i'd say give it a shot it is a you know grand strategy so there's a lot of information to take in um, but um, it's also a sandbox, so there's no right or wrong way to do it. Just go for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because um, I've never heard of like the term grand strategy. Is that something you coined, or is that kind of like a, a subgenre? It's a subgenre. Like, games. Uh, it's it's a tag on Steam. I don't know if it's a tag elsewhere. You've got your strategy games, but then like grand strategy takes that to like eleven, and there's just a lot. <laughs> a lot of stuff okay. to do Which, hence the grand yeah. that makes sense um yeah because i do like in general i do like rts's and stuff like um i i do get into those i, I need to be in the right mood but it would be um, considered an rts the, it's not turn-based it it goes you can pause but not it goes yeah okay okay um either way i think that's i think i might check that out and see i'm trying to think if there's anything else See, for me with games, like, I have to be in the right mood for the right kinds of games. Like, I don't stream like you do. So when I sit down, it's really just whatever I want to do. And then sometimes I'm in the mood for something quick. Sometimes I'm in the mood for something to, I always say this, but sink my teeth into, really sit down and get into it, you know? Yeah. So I really would have to be in the mood for something like that. I'm trying to think of another one for me. If you do end up loving that game, we can have, I don't, I've never done um, a smaller scale multi, I've done a little multiplayer. If you turn out, if you start playing that and you're like, I love this game, you let me know. We can have a a stupid long Stellaris night and I'm down. (laughs) Dude, that sounds awesome. Okay, let me see if I like it. I'll I'll get it. I was looking at it literally, it it was recently, very recently. So yeah, after you explaining that, I want to give it a shot. So yeah, I'll let you know. Um, in a completely different genre, again, they um, the Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge came out. <laughs> that you know, is I a like, very you know different me, like, genre. Yeah, it's a beat 'em up, totally different. But I like, um, you know me, I like uh, retro games a lot. Yeah, and I still play those. And this was a remake. It did come out in 2022 in the summer, I believe. And it was a complete. It wasn't a remake. It was like a mixture of a remake and then like a reimagining, like, you know, one of those hybrids, right? Right. Of um, Ninja Turtles 4, which is my favorite. I played quite a few of those games, but that was my favorite growing up was Ninja Turtles 4. Most people know it as Turtles in Time. And um, yeah, so I played through that. I remember I was on vacation and I was at the beach (laughs) 
<laughs> and guess what? <laughs> when you're a redhead at the beach, you're only on the beach for like a day and a half. Because after that, you're going to be a lobster. So I sat up at the beach house, like outside with the breeze and right next to the beach, just on my uh, using Game Pass and my iPad, because you can do cloud play. And I was I beat Shredder's Revenge on that trip. And <laughs> super fun, super mindless, right? It's just a beat-em-up. Um, it gets challenging at some parts, but it's really just a mindless beat-em-up, and it was nostalgic and pretty faithful to the old game. So that was super fun. So if there's any beat-em-ups fans, that's a great, great classic game, but now new uh, to get into Shredder's Revenge. I think they also released, like, this big... I think they called it the Cowabunga Collection of, like, all the old games remastered or something. Oh. I haven't touched that. Um, but Shredder's Revenge is really good, and I do recommend recommend that. And that's also co-op. If you want so you could, and that can, another... Oh, uh, sorry to cut you off. If you want another no. good co-op beat-em-up game, it's old now, so I hope it still holds up. I think they made a sequel, too. Uh, Guacamelee is a game I played a bajillion years ago now this was not last year um i played a bit of it with my brother i never finished it but it comes highly reviewed and it's it's uh you play as like like luchadors like luchador like wrestlers or something and it's a beat-em-up and you can play co-op that that sounds familiar that sounds fun (laughs) yeah it came out forever i don't remember i'd have to look it up it came out forever ago Guacamelee. Yeah, Guacamelee 2 is $5. Guacamelee the Gold Edition is 374. Is that just cuz it's on sale right now? I think it might be on sale. Oh yeah, it's just on sale. It's on crazy sale right now, but it also might be on Game Pass. It's normally like 15 bucks. It came out in 2013. Well, bucks, I'll get that. 9-year-old game. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Um so do you have any um I think I've got a couple. I've also been able to think about this before we started recording, but do you have any like honorable mentions that you want to bring up just like quick little blurbs before we move on uh for fighter games i played a little bit of multiverses and at the time seemed really promising i don't know where we're at with that right one right now i played uh the the spongebob what the heck's it called battle for bikini bottom bikini rehydrated bottom. i've been playing yeah, yeah. that i'm i don't know by the time this uh, episode actually comes out but i'm still playing it um what else do I got? I played a bunch of other random weird online games i uh, poppy playtime uh jump king <laughs> You're scrolling right now. I could, I could guarantee I'm you. Just, okay, I'm I played just scrolling this. through I played games this. here. Um, <laughs> that I mean, there's several really quick. games. Uh, I played Untitled Goose Game. That's worth playing if you haven't played that before. I haven't touched that, but it, it looks like a fun time. Yeah, it does look. That looks like a very accessible game. It looks like one of those games that like anybody would enjoy too. It's, like anybody. It's very accessible. It's a little puzzling sometimes where you're scratching your head like, how the heck do I move on? Like, what am I trying to do? But it's it's meant to be that way. You're supposed to go around the environment and figure out how to, how to move on. It really helps that I was streaming it. People could kind of tell me what to do. <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned, I want to go back to this for a second. Um, you said the multiverses game. That, for some reason, 2022 was like the year for like these like, smash knockoff fighter games to come out yeah because that one came out and then there was also nickelodeon there had was one. like two more nickelodeon had one and there was a third one i thought all right am i making that up maybe i'm making it up i can't remember it feels like a lot <laughs> <laughs> but was multiverses any good i played that like once because it i had it i think it was like gold on um playstation when i turned on the old dusty ps4 and i downloaded it and played it once and it was okay 
I, pl- I, like, I played if it, I remember right. I played it with Ian and TJ on stream uh, with a Friday night stream, and we enjoyed it there. But we didn't; ha- there weren't a lot of characters at the time, so we kind of burned through what we had and figured out what we liked. Uh, but it had promise. I liked the direction it was going. But it, it is a Smash Club. Do- <laughs> it seemed to do better though than like the Nick one. Like I remember, I played the Nick one too, and I felt like Multiverses played better. Like it, 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 like it felt better to play. Like it still didn't feel like a Smash game. It didn't feel that tight, but it still felt much better than the Nickelodeon game. Did you ever touch that one at all? I didn't. I think I, I kind of think I own it. Do I own it? Nickelodeon <laughs> All Star Brawl. I literally own it. I haven't played it yet. For those of you who may not be gamers, part of being a gamer in this day and age is owning games you will never play. That's just kind of part of it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of... I collect a lot of games through various means, not least of which is my Humble Bundle subscription. So I just... I get a lot of games, and because I'm usually streaming other ones for stream, I don't always get to everything. It doesn't doesn't work. Right. You don't want to know how um, many games I've... I've got so many goddamn games. You know, I've got quite a few, but I know, I know for a fact you've got more than me because I've seen your Steam library before in person, and that's not even everything. So... Correct. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. But I guess my honorable mentions here would be I tried out, um, what's it called? Phoenix Rising? Fe- it, it, it came out, it was like one of the, 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 the debut games when the new generation of consoles came out. Um, Arc. Not, oh, not, um, Phoenix Rising. It was like, it was kind of like Roman times, and you had like these wings, and it was like a. It was actually it ended up being a Breath of the Wild clone, and I didn't realize it. But it got decent reviews, and it was okay. But it got too clony for me. I'm trying to um, remember. Do you was know what it, I'm talking about, though? Was it the Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. Rising Immortals? Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So it was an Ubisoft game, and it was like it was fine. It it was fine. It wasn't anything great, but it, it was decent. If you want like an adventure RPG kind of game, but like. Third person, uh, it, it with puzzles and stuff. It was fine. And then the other game that I played, I'm actually still kind of playing through it slowly, just because I kind of backed off a little bit near closer to the end of the year. Was Octopath Traveler? Oh, um, I wanted a, to play that. It's a JRPG. Hey, it's on Game Pass now. Okay. It's a JRPG um, with a turn-based combat. It's about these eight different characters. They all have eight different stories. But like, and you can choose to go through each story separately. You can go around, find them any way you want, and then um, your stories kind of intertwine closer to the end. So like, everybody comes together and they work together, and it, it, it's really cool. And of course, so if you like uh, JRPGs and that sort of thing, I do recommend it. And it's also very beautiful; like, it's a pretty game. So I do recommend that, especially on Game Pass. So those are kind of my other games that I've been playing but now i think it's time to move on <laughs> and in spirit of what it's been like this january i thought we could do one more at least for now one more never have i ever video game edition oh okay that's it we'll be right back profoundish is brought to you in part by my music I'm a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. Most of my songs tell stories, some real, some not, but all of them speak to an experience that we all share, the human condition. Search my name, Alex Duquette, on any streaming platform. Thanks for listening. 
Profoundish is brought to you in part by Magic Man Mo, a gaming YouTube channel run by me. We stream and we do variety let's plays. Check out a short stream compilation to see if it's something that you're going to be into. It's a lot of fun. I made it so I know. That's Magic Man Mo on YouTube. We are back. Weston's saying perfect because he knows this is going to go perfectly. So what we got here, this is not made by Oprah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that would have been that would have been fun. Who knows? Maybe she has one. I don't know who made this. Um, the tags under this, so it's called Never Have I Ever Gamer Edition. It's twenty questions, so we'll probably go through all of them. Well, it actually depends. Maybe we won't. Uh, we'll see. I don't know what these are, but hopefully these are pretty fun. Just Never Have I Ever questions. You're good at describing things briefly. Want to describe Never Have I Ever just in case if someone's just now listening? Yeah, it's usually a party game played with multiple people. Uh, you all put up like five or ten fingers, and whoever's turn it is, you go around in a circle, states a thing that they've never done. Never Have I Ever something. And anyone that's done that something puts down a finger. And you keep going around like that, share stories, laugh at each other, whatever. And once someone's out of fingers, they're eliminated. And whoever's still standing wins. We're playing it two-player, which means uh, uh, instead of us alter like alternating what we haven't done, Alex is reading from a list. So he'll say, never have I ever whatever. And if we've done that thing, we're going to lower a finger until there's only one person remaining. That sounds right to me. Um, thank you for describing that. I would have like spent like an extra three minutes trying to describe it because I go all over the place. Well, I have kind okay. of explained it twice before because I'm on a never have I ever <laughs> kick. So, <laughs> in other words, we've done this three times in the last month. And now. I don't know. Maybe there's a fourth one coming up. I don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, don't worry about let's it. Let's get through with that. <laughs> don't worry about that. That's hilarious to me. Well, I guess we'll find out next week. Okay. Here we go. So this is the gamer edition. Since we're on the topic of video games this week, here's the first one. Never have I ever stayed up playing games until the sun rose. Oh, I've absolutely done that. Oh, yeah, definitely me too. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, can, I can guarantee you've done it more than me because I can only recall, well, in recent years, and by recent I mean like my adult years, I can only think of one, one game because you know me, I'm a sleepy boy. I like, I like to go to bed at 7 p.m. if I could. Um, I did not sleep basically for almost two days playing through and beating, um, kind of piece by piece, um, the last of us. When that game oh. came out, I, I played it till the sun rose and I, it was beat the next day, um, later on that next day. Cause I took breaks and I, but, but like, I would like go back to it cause I just, I couldn't sleep. I have to go back and play it. That game. I love that so much. I know you've never I don't think you've played through that, right? I think you said you'd started I, or something. This is going to be a hot take, anyone listening this far in that enjoys video games. I don't like The Last of Us. I thought it was bad. You don't like it? I didn't like it. I couldn't play any more of it. I remember you saying that. <laughs> I didn't like... Oh, my The God. story, I'm sure, is fine. Everyone's always like, oh, my God, the story. I'm sure the story's fine. I didn't beat it, so I couldn't tell you, but I didn't quit because of the story. I mechanically did not enjoy playing that game. <laughs> Well, for the record, the I mean, yeah, the mechanics are are like fine. They're nothing for to, even to me. Nothing to write home about. I think it's really obviously, as you can imagine too, the story is what carries it. Mm -hmm. um, and but yeah, I yeah, I mean, I didn't hate the gameplay though. Wow, okay, I, I wouldn't mind. I didn't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind maybe giving it a second chance one day. 
somehow i mean it, it's never gonna happen because it's an old game and i've got a thousand games to play but if i played it again and gave it a chance maybe well, if i could get <laughs> past the hump that i was playing at maybe i don't know especially now that there's two of them but no i didn't enjoy right. the first so i never played the second i usually play stayed Fair up enough. playing games like civilization like I liked uh, games that I could kind oh, of sure, yeah. it'd be a strategy game. It has a lot of replayability. I could create the story in my head. A lot of those like um, games that already have a story, like you were saying, Last of Us. I actually have a much easier time for some reason putting them down. I don't know why. Interesting. It's kind of annoying. Well, sure. I mean, and, <laughs> well, I kind of get that too, though, because it's kind of like a t- television series. Like you, you play it for a bit. You you step away for a few days, maybe. You kind of absorb what you took in. They didn't go back and do it some more. I get it. In fact, other story games, I do the same thing. Like the, that game just changed it for me. But you're, you know, I do have. I have a lot of memories years ago. Speaking of um, like Civ and stuff, like um, I used to do that. I'd stay up late um, playing uh, games like, like like Age of Empire. Like I used to play that a lot. Oh, okay. Like a long time ago. Um, and those would go late, 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 late into the night, just I, like I by bet. myself. <laughs> like I loved, like I loved those games back in the day. Um, and, and also the other one too would be like, I would also put like tons of hours in one sitting to like the, the city building games and all those. I know you and I both yeah. have a love for those. Um, so in other words, both of our fingers are down. Yeah, we've definitely done this. Um, <laughs> we could just keep talking so, about games we played <laughs> for a while. See, Honestly, if, if we could easily just do a game podcast, that'd be so easy. Okay, Ooh, next. Upcoming podcast, 2023. Here we go. The year of the podcast. Pro, profoundish. Like, we'll, we'll start, like, branding them under the profoundish umbrella. <laughs> profoundish. The game podcast or whatever. Whatever you want to call pro it. Pro-game-ish. Um, pro-game-ish. Uh, uh, I'm, that, I'm keeping that. You can't steal it. That's actually kind of good. None of you can steal it. I'm keeping it. <laughs> that's ours. That's actually kind of good. Because it kind of <laughs> sounds, you know what I mean? There's a play on words there. Yeah. Pro-game-ish. That's good. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. We'll talk. Um, never have I ever cried after losing a game. Uh, never have I ever cried. I've thrown fits, but I've, I don't think I've ever cried. After losing a game. So I'm thinking like multiplayer or something like that. Or like, what? no, because I guess there's like roguelikes and stuff. I've gotten mad losing a game before or like losing a really important character. But... It's usually more like a frustration because something went horribly wrong and you knew it was going wrong and then it yeah. finally happens and you're just kind of like angry. I've never cried. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I've gotten very passionate and angry and like raged. Like, I've, I've, I've thrown tantrums, <laughs> but I've never like, I've never cried. So I guess we'll move on from that. No. Um, let's see. Number three. Never have I ever, I think I know your answer. Never have I ever killed a penguin in Super Mario 64. I I didn't. You'd I didn't probably never touch that game. I, I had a cousin um, that had Mario sixty four, and I played a, a tiny bit then, but like it was at a cousin's house. <laughs> so this is like a like a meme thing now. Basically, like the the idea there, there's a there's a, like a winter level, and there's penguins that you like have to save in a level or whatever. But like the the world has no like borders, so you can just like jump off the world at any time and just die. And you can pick up these penguins and move them. So everyone, so the joke is always like, you know, everybody did this at one point. If you played it, you took a penguin and threw it off the, threw it off the map. Right. That's the idea. You know, it's, so I have done that. It's funny. Uh, when <laughs> so, I played games as a kid, cause this would have been out when I was a kid, I always wanted to protect and preserve all of the, like 
NPCs and stuff. Unless it was an enemy, obviously. But if it was a penguin that wasn't doing me any harm, I wouldn't ever even hurt it. I wouldn't even hit it. You know what I mean? You know how some people like try to beat up NPCs, like just start smacking them. I, I'll do that now for Goog- for uh, for for Google gaggles, get giggles. Sure, my, I just had an aneurysm for for giggles. <laughs> but uh, as a kid, I was like, no, I don't want to hit them. That would be rude. Good. Well, you know what? First of all, good for as you. A polite little boy. You know. I was an angel. Um, <laughs> you were an angel. What What the hell happened? Drugs. No, I'm just kidding. That's not real. <laughs> It's not real. <laughs> For legal reasons. We already did the acid no, episode. Yeah, we <laughs> I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> no drugs here. Um, very clean. Yeah. It's it, it it's funny cuz I'd say for me it was just a classic kid morbid curiosity. Can I throw this thing off and then then it worked. All right. Um so my finger goes down here. You still have 9. So, number 4, I'm going to change the wording of this a little bit to make it a little more um appropriate. Oh, Never have I ever imagined smooching a video oh. game character. Well, okay, actually, because that um, that works a little bit more in your favor because the other way around uh, with what I think you're replacing that with is not my brain doesn't work that way. But like, have I ever had a, like <laughs> right. like a like a vague romantic crush on a video game character? I I think so. I'm sure I have. You know I, what I mean? have no doubt that I have. Um. I'm just trying. I'm. I'm. I'm literally like. I feel like I felt it, but I'm trying to think who it would have been, like when I was like a like younger, because like you know I had like a crush on like the the bunny from Space Jam. Can't think what her name is. I had a crush on her. That was Lola um, Bunny. So like Lola Bunny. So like, how could I not on like video game characters? Maybe I probably had like a thing for Peach for a while or something. <laughs> I can't think. I can't remember or like what Zelda or her something. name. How it's pronounced? It's Kira or Kyra, as it's just an OG one that came out forever ago. I always thought she was super cute from Jack and Daxter, the original game. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, no, I thought she was super cute, and she was like, an, <laughs> oh, yeah, she was like an engineer and like built stuff and things. And I was like, dude, I don't know. That's like the I, like this is what I want. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think like the earliest possible memory I can think of. Like I'm not trying to think of recent. One. I'm just like, what's the earliest I can think of? And and I would have been a kid, so I don't know about smooching or whatever. I, it probably wouldn't have been any further than I think she's cute, but. That's probably right. maybe the earliest I can think of off the top of my head, unless there's some Spyro character that I liked or something, but I don't remember. <laughs> I th- did, didn't we do it? We did the Kissberry Kill, and I know Ripto was in there. Well, <laughs> you know, Ripto's pretty cute. Uh, that big mouth. You know, until until Kissberry Kill, I had never thought of Ripto in that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, me neither. It's great. Okay, so I guess finger, finger down. down for you and finger down for me, yeah, right? I'll put a finger down. Um. All right. Next, number five. Never have I ever teabagged. Oh, I've absolutely teabagged. Yeah, I have too. I um, I would have never probably thought to do it on my own, but then it became like an internet thing, and you know, and now I've definitely done it for goofs. You're right. I've never like. I don't think I ever teabagged. Like, I think I've I've only done it kind of ironically because like. I've never been good enough to even. <laughs> I feel that like, have a real reason to teabag someone. You know what I, I, I mean? One hundred percent. You get it, but yes, I have. Um, trust me, if I could do that and knock out freaking city, I would do it every time. You, I'll just put it that you way. Kind of can you can kind of do like a little like you could like knock someone out and then just kind of jump in place or something. Kind of, <laughs> I maybe? could, or I could just drop in a ball right on their head. 
I could do that. Yeah. Um, you do have the taunts, so I guess you that's that's kind of like that yeah, the ver- that version of teabagging. That's not the same. Not the same. It has to be physical. All right. So I'm down to four. Four. I got. Or I'm down to. I'm, I'm down to six. I have okay, four. I was down gonna say, one. Jesus, Sorry. I'm on seven. I'm crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Next up here we have. Interesting. I wonder. I don't know what you think. Never have I ever had dirty thoughts about Zelda or Princess Peach. Let's just. We can bring it. I guess. I guess we can leave it right at that. I guess. Um. I did for for. I remember having thinking that way for Zelda. This is kind of similar to the last one, to be honest. That's kind of just more specific. Well, this is like where you're at a disadvantage because I didn't grow up Nintendo, so the whole Zelda, Princess right. Peach, all of that, like that wasn't on my radar. So as far as like dirty thought, now I've been on the internet long enough. I've said I've definitely seen dirty images. Right. I've been on the internet sure, long I enough that yeah. heck you can open up Twitter and get that. But no, I didn't grow up with those games, so that was not really on my radar. Yeah, you know, I guess technically I'm going to have to put it down because, I mean, I have thought that way before, I guess. But it's almost like it. <sighs> now, if they said... Should that count? Uh, see, I don't... Like, we already did have this we already had a question. question like this. Yeah. You know what? Can we just pass this one? Pass on this one because it's too similar to the pass smooch this one. one. This is just... Especially since yeah. you already got screwed over with the penguin one. Yeah. Eh, that's um, pass. All right, we'll leave it. Okay, cool. So, next... Never have I ever done a Fortnite dance in real life. Oh, I have never done that. Tell me if this counts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I, I was with a group of people, and one of my friends there had a kid who played Fortnite. And she was trying to... Um, is flossing from Fortnite? Yes. Or no? Okay, I well, thought it was. I think technically I, it's from some rapper, and then Fortnite like stole the dance, but like at the time there was disagreement about whether or not you could own a dance or something. It got popular because of Fortnite, though, not the rapper. Was it a rapper or okay. pop star or something? I think there was some kind of controversy not, over that, actually. I'm not sure. I, I believe it. Um, but so, okay, so anyway, so she, she was like, she was trying to floss and like, she wasn't doing it right. Like, I know what it looks like, so then I tried to do it too, but I also couldn't do it. So I did it unsuccessfully, but I did try to floss to show what it would look like. Does that count? It was I... unsuccessful. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, I think I had on a stream years ago now, someone was trying to ask me to floss on stream, and I don't remember if I tried it or not. You know what I mean? Right. I don't remember because well, you're gonna say I, yes, then I'd say because yes. I wouldn't have known how to floss. I've never. I kind of want to say uh, mine probably doesn't count because I don't even remember if I did it or not. And I want to say yours probably doesn't count either because you it was a failure. You were just trying to guess, maybe. Right. I was just trying to try and see if I could figure it out and show them what it looked like, but I couldn't do it. I'm gonna say no. It doesn't okay. count maybe and if you can't fully recall then just keep your finger up too i guess okay um so all right next never have i ever killed my friend until they rage quitted so i guess what that's saying is like you were just pestering your friend in whatever multiplayer game you're playing just constantly killing them like 
maybe spawn killing them or something, whatever it is, until they got so mad they rage quit. I don't think so. Because once you get to the point where, like, <laughs> your friend is getting angry, it's like, okay, it's time to back up, you know, back off. Right. Oh, you said, I don't think so. You cut out, so I just heard, I think so. No, no, I no, I, I don't think so. And then I've been yeah, pestered before I, where I got angry, but then I just got spiteful. I don't, I, I, I didn't quit. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think this has ever happened with me. I've... I have been in situations where I was the victim, though. I never, I never quit, but where they were just like pestering me over and over and over again, like they were just kicking my butt over and over and over again, and it definitely made it not fun anymore. But that's not what this is asking. So I guess we keep it up, keep it up. Um, oh, here's a fun one. <laughs> never have I ever murdered Nazim. <laughs> Who's Nazim from Skyrim? Oh, the guy from, from Skyrim, Skyrim that like everybody kills and in a oh, is in he a, the one that always goes up town? to the the White cloud Run. district? <laughs> yes, I've no, I've, <laughs> that guy. No, I've never killed him. <laughs> I know that's like a meme because like he's such a jerk. Ah, uh, yeah, um, it's this guy. Yeah, everyone like hates him. I just I leave people I leave people alone if they're not bothering me. I know he's just like oh, you never get up to the cloud district, but I'm there all the time. So I'm like I don't care what you think. I'm the th right. I'm the thane I've of White never Run. killed him either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never killed him either. So I guess that's it. Okay. Um, all right. Let me see here. Okay. I'm I'm actually skipping some of these because some of these actually keep kind of repeating. So I I'm sorry for the silence here. You do it. That's fine. Um, let's see. Never have I ever committed. This is kind of similar. I'm going to change it. Sorry. Okay. This is interesting. Never have I let. Never have I ever lied about being a gamer. Never have I ever lied about being a gamer. Like, you know, well... Like, I'm trying... That's kind of like... I'm trying to think, like... Sorry, go ahead. I can imagine kind of excluding being a gamer from conversation. Like, if you're in a certain kind of crowd where, like, you're like, oh, I don't want to be too nerdy. I just won't bring it up. But I've never been, I've never lied, like, no, I don't play games. Well, right, same. Because, like, I, I was trying to think of, like, when I was a kid... Cause like there wasn't there was a time where like cause now like everybody's a gamer yeah or at least it's much more accepted and um just in like general social settings so but I was trying to think if there was an era years ago where it was still considered a little less mainstream than it is now and where I was but like when I was a kid though I didn't care I just played games because I loved them yeah. so I guess I think that, not really for me either I think this is a good question for people a bit older than us that still had that stigma when they were growing up. Because we didn't really so much have that stigma. It was kind of nerdy still, but it wasn't a stigma. So we didn't have to lie about it. Right. Um, let me see. Okay, here's a good one. Never have I ever failed to beat Dark Souls and lied about it. I mean, you beat it. I, I've, I've beat all of them except for Dark Souls 3, only because I just never finished it, and I don't lie about it. <laughs> so I've beat 1 and I've, 2. I, I'd never finished 3. I've beat Bloodborne several times. <laughs> right. I know you love Bloodborne. I have played almost all of them, not even gotten close to beating any of them, though. Um, but I haven't lied about it either. So God, watching you play Demon's Souls all those years ago was like geez. so painful but so funny. Because you're kind of approaching that it kind of so long Legend ago. of Zelda-esque, but I'm like, it's, it's, a little, it's a little bit different. Well, because I was completely, yeah. at that time especially, because that, you know, the, the Souls games didn't 
they didn't like break through like they are now. Like now, like anything they from puts out is like huge now, yeah. right? So like I was completely unfamiliar at the time. So, but that did open the door for me, and I actually really did. Um, I do enjoy them when I play them. It's just I I don't have the patience, and I just <laughs> I, I I don't. Not in that way. You can yeah. I can be patient with like games in other ways, but for those, that's just not my cup of tea. But I do know that's a thing. Like you know, there's the whole stigma behind that i get why they have this question here i totally get that um let's do just a couple more here this is a fun one um never have i ever gone to great lengths to torture my sims in the most creative ways i think we've all tried to torture our sims a little bit yeah yeah i oh yeah i've never Um, been one of the like going to extremes though like it's kind of like take the ladder out of the pool you know try to lock them in a room uh, I do remember trying to starve a Sim, I think, and Sims won on console, and they wouldn't die. <laughs> they just wouldn't die. <laughs> I keep forgetting that you really, in the early days, did console. Yeah, in the early days, I was a console of a, simmer. Yeah, it's a, we had a big talk about that when you came down to visit. Because it, it's a pretty different experience, especially, I think, on the first one. Yeah. Um, I think it was pretty different from the PC version. For, I never played that, so I wouldn't know. And for busting out. Busting out was great. Oh, Busting Out was so good, though. Like, that was made for consoles. Such a good game. I would love to st- stream that with you, because you can do co-op. Yeah, we'd have to like, do like the, in creative mode. the screen share thing. Uh, I can't think of what it's called now, but we'd have to do that. Um, Parsec. Yeah, that's I would. I would love to do that with you, actually. We should, let's talk. Let's we'll talk. talk. <laughs> All right. We, we just got a couple more here, so we'll wrap these up. So I'm down to five fingers. I'm what at you six. Got? You're at six. You're winning. Okay. No, just by one. Um, these, le- Yeah, but you're still winning. All right. We'll have to do another tweet. A lot of tweets about each other. Oh, yeah. We didn't agree to that um, this time, but okay. Yeah, sure. Same same rules. Same rules. So, <laughs> same rules. Another haiku. All right. 19. Got two more. One more after this. Never have I ever given my hard-earned money to a pay-to-win mobile game. That's a good one. Uh. I'm curious your answer. No, I, I'm trying to think of anything that I've ever spent money on for mobile games, but I think none of them have ever been pay to win. There's a couple games that I pay for, but they're like the one-off kind. So the Mazniac, who I play their games on stream, they have um, an ad-free version of their games. I always pay for that. I support them. They've supported me. It's kind of like a back and forth thing. There's a couple other games I've paid for outright just to own the game, but no pay to win games. I played a lot of Looney Tunes World of Mayhem. That maybe was the closest I ever thought about putting money down because I was like playing it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have. Actually, I know that I haven't. I've put... um, What's the... I don't even know the closest I've gotten. I usually don't throw any money at any game. Just... It's not a rule. I just usually haven't. Um, So I guess I keep my finger up there too. Last one. Okay. I'm curious about this one, too. Never have I ever had an MMORPG boyfriend or girlfriend who I never saw in real life. So this one, (laughs) this one's on technicality. Um, I never requested an MMO boyfriend or girlfriend, but this was in Drainer Manor in RuneScape in 2008. Or nine. It was eight or nine. He remembered. <laughs> well, because it was okay. such a strange story. Like, I forget what the puzzle was. It was the Strainer Manor puzzle. And in one of the wings, you had to do a thing. And it was kind of hard to figure out. It was kind of complicated at the time. Something about it was obscure. 
And this person was stuck with it or whatever. It's like, oh, I'll help, I'll help you do this. And they're like, if you help me do it, I'll become your uh, RuneScape GF or whatever. I'm like, well, I, I don't, I don't care. I already told you I'd help. So anyway, I, I helped this person, <laughs> presumably a girl. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, finish the quest, and they're like, oh, okay, add me or whatever. I'm your girlfriend now. And I'm like, okay, I'll add you. Sure, whatever. Never logged in ever again. <laughs> <laughs> How short lived. I'm like, I helped um, you with this quest. Look, I again, I didn't want a RuneScape girlfriend. They they propositioned this on me, all right? I just was helping out with a quest that I had literally just finished anyway, so I was already there. I'm like, sure, I'll help you. No big deal. I added them. I wasn't asking for anything. It was just, uh, you're on my friends list. I never saw them again, ever. I never even saw them online. I don't know if they ever played RuneScape again. <laughs> I have no idea. If... If they got back on RuneScape again, then I would immediately say yes, accounts. Even if you didn't care, <laughs> you still willingly did the friend request and knew that at least they thought they were in a relationship with you. And you weren't necessarily going to say like, whoa, 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 we're not in a relationship. It was just more of like a passing, right? Just like like a passive, okay, fine, we did whatever, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but since he or she never signed back on, I guess it doesn't count. I never saw Because you never had again. another experience, <laughs> like, post-relationship start. <laughs> um, here's, this is just a fun little story. For me, I never have. But, I did play, do you remember the game completely, I mean, I played RuneScape 2, of course, but do you remember the game, this is totally different, called, I think it was called Habo, Habu? H a b b o, it was like a it was it was ca it was more casual, but it was um, online. You'd you'd like I think you'd like build your apartment and like you'd um, oh, Habo with an O. Okay. You could go to like public things with people and go to parties. It was much more of like a the social aspect was pushed a lot harder, but you could still like customize things and um, I think it was called Habo. Yeah, Habo. H a b b o. It is. I'm looking at it now, and I don't know if it still exists. This was ages ago. <laughs> I was so young, but I remember I remember hearing that some people would have online girlfriends, and I was thinking, oh, I want to go find an online girlfriend. So I was on a search to find an online girlfriend and never got one. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to, you just failed. I never had one. So. It's kind of like the uh, so I guess my failing to do the up. floss. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, two of mine I just failed. I couldn't do, but they would account otherwise. <laughs> So, yeah, that game was interesting. Apparently, it's, I don't even, does it still exist? Apparently, it does. I don't know if, it, yeah, you can sign up an account, and I, I guess you you can play it. Yeah, it apparently still exists. Weird. Apparently, you can play it on mobile. It's on Google Play. That feels like it'd be more of a mobile game now. Because, like, that game wasn't a full-on MMORPG. Like, you couldn't, like, you, you weren't, like, leveling up. Like, you didn't have stats. You know, was, this was kind of a cheat. You know, it was much more of, like, a... It's kind of more like 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 Second Life, but like in a completely different like style. Okay. Um, so which I played I played Second Life briefly. I barely remember that game. I, my computer at the time couldn't handle it. Yeah, I think I installed but, it once because I was curious about it, and then I like never played it again. Because to me at the time, I didn't know any marketing about it. But to me, from what I did know, it looked like oh, like an online Sims. Like that's what right. I thought it was. And it's like your Second Life, so it's um, supposed to be like a like a detailed life sim. And I was like, but multiplayer. Right. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like it could be fun. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that had a dedicated group, like fan base. I don't know if that still exists. 
Um, I but I know, know for a while that was that did have they had like a cult following. I know that with that game. But well, Weston, yep. we did it again. I you <laughs> beat me by one again by one. So I have to write you now another haiku <laughs> talking about how great you are. Uh, I'm, r- you, I'm running out of th- I'm running out of compliments. The thing is you've you've just clearly done more than me. I mean, that's how you lose this game is just <laughs> do more, be a more experienced individual and you lose. Well, <laughs> That makes me feel a little better. Thanks. Right. Like, it's it's not that you're losing to me because I'm better than you. You're losing to me because you've literally done more things than me. <laughs> Apparently. I guess you're right. I, I, guess, I guess that's one way to look at it. Uh, yeah. Well, it's time to go, Weston. Where can people find you on the internet? I've got a website at westonhasty.com. Uh, my gaming channel is called Magic Menmo on YouTube. I have a podcast called A Hasty Podcast. Check out any of those things. Uh, say hi to me on Twitter at Weston Hasty. Uh, you can say hi to me on Twitter, but I probably won't respond, so don't <laughs> go there. But it's at AP Duquette. <laughs> I still have a Twitter. Um, your best bet is to go to alexduquette.net and see all that I do. Um, just a couple days ago, I released my new album called Songs from Sangamon Street. You can listen to it there or or anywhere you stream your music. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Google Music, anywhere you do it, or Google was it Google Play Music? I'm uh, not sure. Yes. But that, they have a music thing, too. Um, so anyway, you can stream that anywhere. That would mean a lot. Um, other than that, YouTube as well. Type in my name, Alex Duquette, and you can uh, watch my medleys. I do nostalgic TV show theme song medleys, little bite-sized songs that take you on nostalgia trips. So check those out, too. And then Profoundish. You're better at giving all the tags. Why don't you throw it at us? Hey, you're listening to us wherever you're listening to us. Uh, We're available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify, so follow us on all of the things. We have a Twitter and an Instagram and a TikTok, all at ProfoundishPod. Yes, and uh, if you're listening on the podcast side of it all, leave a rating. That goes a long way. Yep, That means a lot to us. And then feel free to engage, right? If you have any... uh, um, things you'd like for us to talk about or just continue the conversation, shoot us a message on, on Twitter or sometimes there's even questions you can answer um, on Spotify itself. So check it out there too. Uh, we'd love to continue the conversations. But for now, we will be going. Weston, let's ride off into the sunset together. All right, take my hand, hop up on the horse, saddle up, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I said, <laughs> that was my horse. I said hop up on the horse, don't become the horse. <laughs> Oh, shoot. (laughs) Well, we got to go. See ya. Bye.